Yesterday was a Kamloops City Council day, and that means I am now pleased to welcome to the show the mayor of Kamloops, Mr. Ken Christian. Mr. Mayor, how you doing here today? Very good. Pleasure to be here. Yeah, thanks so much for the time. How, how long did you uh, stay up last night waiting to see results roll in? You know, uh, I watched uh, until I couldn't bear it any longer, so I was about 10 o'clock, I think. So, uh... Well, it's a good thing you quit then or else you'd still be awake now. <laughs> All right, let's talk a little bit about council yesterday. I think the big thing they kind of came up was in relation to the Noble Creek irrigation system. Uh, council did vote to rethink how to improve the system after opposition from residents. Council eventually rescinding its proposal to create that local area service and spend that $14 million to improve the water system. So I guess, was it a matter of the fact that the people in that neighborhood, the farmers out there, were, were voicing their concerns, and that led to council sort of rethinking whether or not going forward with this proposal at this time was the right move? Yeah, the, uh, the original proposal was have, uh, to have a LAS, a local area service, and that has to be voted on by the people that would be affected. So in this case, there was 47 properties. Uh, Mr. Woodward came uh, yesterday uh, bearing uh, the uh, wishes of about 41 out of the 47 properties. And so uh, it looked like it was going to be uh, swimming upstream to see that this was approved by the residents. So we just opted not to bother. It's uh, an expensive process. So uh, this will save uh, them the aggravation and us the expense. Now, if I understand correctly, this system's about 50 years old, property owners saying it's just simply not something that needs to be replaced at this time. Plus, from what I understand, too, the uh, proposal for the replacement was basically the Cadillac of irrigation systems as well. Um, but is this something that might be revisited down the future? Do you think this is something that the city will, will need to reconsider at some point down the road, or is it simply dead for now? No, it has to be uh, reconsidered. What's going to happen is that water system is going to fail, and then everybody's going to be pointing fingers as to who didn't do what. So uh, that is the reality, uh, just like uh, repairing a roof or repairing a bridge. It's part of the assets that uh, you know the city is managing, and uh, our recommendation would be to make those repairs. Uh, there was some dispute about uh, the uh, engineering study. Uh, we didn't do that internally. We had that contracted out to uh, uh, urban systems. And, and so, uh, you know, the residents uh, had some concerns about uh, the nature of the improvements. But as with any city asset, you know, our view is that you, you make the improvement and only have to do it once, uh, you know. And so uh, that is an approach that perhaps they uh, weren't interested in. And, uh, you know, so that's uh, the decision of council. And uh, so the last is uh, suspended. Would it have the potential of coming back as, as uh, you know, a classification, something other than alas, or would this have to go through in that sort of uh, type of concept? Uh, no, I mean, th there was certainly a lot of talk uh, yesterday, and I, th and I think uh, some uh, good discussion about getting uh, support of senior governments, uh, specifically the B.C. Ministry of Agriculture, who seemed very supportive of, uh, you know, that system. And I hope that their uh, supportiveness would include a check, and, and that will help us all. We, we can't lose sight of the fact that the, the potable water utility in Kamloops uh, has supplied since 2010 potable water to the residents of Noble Creek. 
just like we do in any other aspect of, uh, of the city. So we spent $5.8 million to get potable water out there. And so uh, this uh, irrigation system sort of being tacked onto the uh, potable water utility is a bit of a stretch and, and uh, there are some legal concerns about that. So, you know, I think that, uh, you know, we'll have to sort that out. Uh, we, you know, we want to be able to talk to the uh, neighbors out there and it was a difficult one because a lot of the uh, discussions uh, because it involved uh, land and uh, legal opinions had to be done in closed council and so you know uh, it's difficult to have those discussions with the with the broader community but uh, in any case uh, you know we'll uh, set up a mechanism by which we can continue to discuss with them there were some other good ideas uh, uh, Carol Gillis uh, you know really urging council to uh, look at an agricultural advisory committee and I think that's an excellent idea you know we have a lot of agriculture in the Hefley Creek area we have a lot of agriculture in the Nutsford area we've got of course the Noble Creek area and and now we're starting to see some agriculture out in the Campbell Creek area so I you know I think that that's uh, an important uh, you know element of the city and and we'll look into setting something up that will uh, you know have that conversation with those uh, individuals that are engaged in farming in our community. Now, there was a part in in the report on uh, the Noble Creek Closed Council meeting memo where it talked about moving residents in in Rayleigh and Carindale off of uh, septic services and onto the municipal sewer system. The estimate on it was 15 to 25 million. This is a future project, but I guess, do you foresee these same type of issues coming forward when that report eventually does come to council? Yeah, you know, I mean, uh, that's the way these things are are done. We uh, hear from the residents that this is something that they want. So we get an engineered uh, study of, uh, you know, the cost of that. And then we put that cost out to the uh, residents and they can uh, vote as to whether or not they wish to, uh, you know, avail themselves of that. In the case of uh, domestic water and sewerage, uh, there are a lot more grants available for those kinds of uh, infrastructure pieces for municipalities so I think uh, you know hopefully we'll be able to see you know something like 50 cent dollars to do those kinds of uh, projects and that makes them more economically viable but uh, you know we haven't been able to secure any uh, grants for uh, irrigation systems and and that's the difficulty that the uh, Noble Creek irrigation system uh, faces. One of the things that uh, has kind of come up recently is um, uh, concerns about coal dust. I know um, with the Jack Gregson Trail kind of being removed uh, to make room for a CN rail to ship coal from Tech Mines into the Kootenays, CP building that track. We did hear yesterday from Councillor Dale Bass that she met with CP officials, says that uh, Canadian Pacific is claiming it's confident it can mitigate mitigate concerns about coal dust. Uh, I guess, do you have concerns about coal dust here in Kamloops? I know we've heard from residents who, who have issues with it as well. I've seen some pictures that are pretty hard to look at, to be quite honest. Are you uh, having concerns when it comes to coal dust being shipped through Kamloops? Yeah, I mean, and coal is uh, going to be shipped through Kamloops and, and uh, you know, probably the volumes will stay the same. It's just a question of uh, where it's shipped. Uh, there'll be much more traffic through that Lawrence Street and the connection over to uh, 
the uh, CN main line. But, uh, you know, my concerns, and I've discussed them with Councillor Bass, uh, are uh, similar to hers. And, and it's not only the full trains, but also the empty trains as they're uh, coming back into the uh, southeast uh, corner of the province uh, to be refilled. Uh, a lot of the cavitation that occurs with the rail line causes dust uh, particles to uh, leave the train and, and you can see it very uh, evidently in, in particularly the Dallas neighborhood uh, you know where this has been a problem for a long time as trains are at uh, a faster speed through there. Is there anything the city can really do other than ask the, the rail companies to you know try to do a better job of keeping the coal dust at bay? Yeah, that, that's interesting. Uh, you know, railroads have, uh, you know, uh, for a long time been exempt from a lot of the uh, municipal bylaws that various municipalities along their main lines would, would have in place. And so, you know, that's something that we really have to talk to them. And, and, and to their credit, uh, Canadian Pacific have been uh, very forthright in terms of the kind of work that they've been doing, and they're quite accessible to us. Uh, CN, not so much, but, uh, you know, we're working with them as well. Uh, one more thing here. I did just speak yesterday with the city's building and engineering development manager. The stats, uh, building stats for uh, October came out, and there was a big increase uh, last month in the number of single-family homes being built. This is something that I know has been a, a big issue whenever I talk real estate is just the lack of inventory when it comes to housing here in Kamloops. I guess just are you happy to see that there is a, a big in, increase in uh, single-family homes kind of being on the docket now, let, set to be built here in the city to try to increase that? I know uh, apartment complexes, um, multifamily homes seems to be sort of the way building takes place for the most part in Kamloops. But we do need more of these single family units. So just curious if you have uh, any thoughts on the fact that we're seeing a little bit of an increase here at the end of the year on the number of single family homes going up. Yeah, I'm beyond happy. I'm ecstatic. And that's the part of the, uh, you know, development that I was worried was kind of falling behind and that uh, inventory of lots, which in turn then allows the builders uh, to uh, keep busy and then allows all of the sub-trades uh, to uh, keep busy. And so, uh, you know, the uh, there's a, certainly a demand right now. I think we're seeing uh, an exodus from the lower mainland continuing. And, uh, and I think uh, with the uh, pandemic, that has just accelerated. So, you know, I want to be able to uh, continue to offer Camloops as a uh, alternative uh, uh, home location. And, and I think it's absolutely a great city and it's a great move for people coming here. Mr. Mayor, as always, really appreciate the time. I guess anything else that I missed before I let you go? No, it's uh, my pleasure to chat with you again today. All right. Well, thanks for the time and hopefully we get an answer on what's going on south of the border sooner than later. You betcha. All right, that was Kamloops Mayor Ken Christian. I always appreciate the time.